What's up, gifted family? Welcome to another episode of the show that is the GP YouTube. Just a reminder that if you support what we do here, make sure to go over to giftedperformance.com and sign up for our automated coaching service. For only a dollar a day, you'll get access to 15 highly customized training programs, a macronutrient calculator, our meal planning feature that lets you build and save meals based on your macros, as well as access to our private Facebook group. All subscriptions help us in continuing to put out great content to get you to your fitness goals. Thanks for stopping by, and without any further delay, let's get into today's video. Enjoy. We are back. Much awaited. Another episode of the Athlete Diaries. Cameron, the man who needs no introduction. Cheek, how you doing today? Great. You guys just missed it, but you'll probably be able to see it in the thumbnail. Cam absolutely doming some whipped cream. He's promised to cream himself multiple times through the podcast, so we'll be waiting for that. And then on the other end of the camera, a new face to this series, but not a new face to Gifted Performance, is a quad man, not the Aqua D man. I've stopped saying it wrong. I say it right now. Anthony Plaza. Anthony, how you doing today, man? Other than being hungry. Yeah. Well, we got a refeed day today, so it's 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 looking a little bit better. Life ain't life. Bad. Life is a little bit brighter, <laughs> a little bit happier. Looking outside, like, oh man, it's a beautiful day outside. It's not, it's not that hot. That can go he, for a walk. He remembered how to smile. He forgot. Yeah. That. So yeah, we did have to, we did have to plan this podcast around his refeed so that he was a little bit, uh, had a little bit more mental energy, some carbohydrates. Uh, what'd you have for breakfast? Pancakes. Yeah, I had a uh, pancake, uh, like regular pancake mix instead of Ooh. like weird stuff, but a little bit of oat <laughs> bran mix in there to so get a little bit more. Uh, like volume and then uh some peanut butter pb2 chocolate chocolate peanut butter pancake first meal of the day that then i did uh 30 minutes uh low intensity cardio on the bike then went for a walk 8,000 steps it's about half my steps for the day and then had a second meal of eggs shit ton of hash browns and potatoes and then uh some turkey sausage went and lifted got it done and over with we got like in and out of there in like 45 minutes all i was thinking about was my post-workout meal which was cream of rice and uh mint brownie muscle leg which it was it was all right but i just i just wanted to eat i was hungry so you are the fit chick of all fit chicks if we just blacked out your video and we just like put a girl's voice on it everyone be like oh they brought another npc bikini girl on oh. yeah. how much walton farms have you had today uh, actually, just the pancake syrup mix, but or like the pancake syrup, but just drizzled on top of the chocolate pancake. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually drink the syrup, but occasionally <laughs> you find you may find a picture of me on the internet, me just like about to down some Walden Farm syrup, and then uh, yeah, you probably won't see me for a couple hours after that because I'll be in the bathroom. <laughs> Walden Farms, hit us up. We're still waiting on the sponsorship. Yeah, need a sponsorship from there. Uh, they make. Um... Julie bought it and I was like super skeptical because I had tried like the marshmallow and I think it was like 
Some marshmallow kind of dip. dip. Oh my like, god, oh, it's terrible. That was so terrible. Bad. That was so awful. Bad. She right. got this uh, like strawberry and blueberry. It was jam, and I was, yeah. t- I was like, oh, this yeah. is just terrible. I, I used the uh, the blueberry jam, and like uh, last prep, uh, Ryan was like, dude, peak week, no sodium, Southwest Chipotle, no sodium, Mrs. Dash, and blueberry jam in your chicken and broccoli. And I'm like, okay, all right, tried it out, a little sweet and spicy mix. It was super good, dude. So, so good. We were yeah, we were we were looking at how his physique responded to like a lower sodium, lower carbohydrate week to see if he would really really dry out quite a bit and somehow main and maintain some fullness. Jelly chicken, mmm. Jelly, Jelly chicken, chicken is yeah. where it's at. Wait, don't did, hate it. Did it? Did you dry out and maintain fullness? Um, uh, no, I think load. that was. Going- I think that was going into, yeah, when we did the backloads and then we got more of like a, we got this refractory response where he filled out like crazy, crazy, but he did spill over a little bit. So this year around, and we'll get a chance to talk about this. We'll probably take a more moderate approach all the way through the week where we kind of just leave sodium where it is. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, Anthony was one of uh, my first and, and someone who is always down to be the guinea pig of all guinea pigs. I can throw whatever at him, and he, yeah. he'll, he'll just eat it up, even jelly chicken. But, Gosh. Anthony, talk about kind of your role at Gifted. So some people might not know that Anthony is also a posing coach and uh, a one-on-one coach, bodybuilding prep, general fitness, uh, clientele at Gifted. So talk about what you do with the company, with the team. Um, yeah, so uh, mostly lifestyle coach. Um you know, I have a lot of people ask me for help for just like weight loss, muscle gain, just want to get in shape, that kind of thing. And uh, but I have worked with like uh, my cousin who competed. I, I took him into his first show and uh, he did a natural OCB show up in New Jersey. And he looks really, really good, in my opinion, for his first show. I mean, we, we it could have gone a little bit better, but with like OCB, it's like, oh, I don't have another show in the next weekend to pick from. So it's like this show or nothing. So we just went with that one and, and you know, could have adjusted a couple of things. And, and like, you know, it was a learning experience. So next time around, we'll uh, do, a, you know, do a lot better. I think it's going to go into NPC this time around. But uh, and uh, so, yeah, I do work with uh, bodybuilders and, and I, I do work with a couple powerlifting kind of people like strength programming. Um, I do enjoy like actually making strength programs, not just bodybuilding programs and um, seeing how, you know, we can get the, the strength up um, on core lifts and that kind of thing. But uh, nutrition, um, you know, uh, I did study a little bit of fitness management when I was uh, an NCAA wrestler up in uh, Iowa. Um so that was actually my major going into college was fitness management technically is like exercise science at UCF. So, um, I did take like nutrition courses, that kind of thing. And, and, uh, strength and conditioning courses, I had to make programs, all that kind of thing. So, uh, I, I learned quite a bit there, but like when I came back, I was like getting into bodybuilding and, uh, I just started like following all this like Instagram fitness stuff and, and, <laughs> Took like, <laughs> took like all the wrong advice from the wrong people. So, but yeah, no, I, I learned a lot working with Ryan. So, um, uh, and then posing, um, since prep, like my last prep, man, um, I was really bad at posing going into it, but 
just practice makes perfect with posing and it just you put in some time and you study film and that kind of thing and 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 honestly a lot of people are like this is how you should pose well it's like it really just depends on your physique and and like you know um your strong points so posing is is going to be different for everybody you can you can pick certain poses and you know you can try to get someone to do a certain pose but if it doesn't look good then you know, you gotta you gotta kind of alter it to their physique and their flow and their look. But so yeah, Anthony posing. is Anthony's my posing coach. So if you want to scroll through my page and see someone who usually sucks at posing, and then Anthony gives me an hour of my time and makes me, you know, less less of a white boy. Give me some <laughs> gives me some rhythm. But you did mention that you used to be a wrestler, so I have a wrestling question for you. How much water weight is too much water weight? I don't know. Let's see. The most I've lost in four days was 24 pounds. So that's, that's a good page. Keep in yeah. mind, t- t- what's your height as well? Because 24 I'm, off a six foot two person is different from 24. Yeah. Off well, okay. Let's start with this. Okay. I wrestled 103 pounds in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? And I, I cut weight from like 130 something pounds. I didn't have a lot of fat to lose from there and i was five i was five five so like i didn't have a lot of fat to lose and it was basically all water weight so uh yeah i'd say 20 pounds is a lot of water weight to lose but yeah i was basically like i looked like a holocaust victim by the time i was done cutting weight but oh that was almost 25 percent of your total body weight right right exactly yeah that's getting nuts (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, most people most people really start to get their panties in a bunch when you mention like a 10% water cut. Like that, That's just the start. That's just a Monday yeah. and a Tuesday for Anthony. Yeah. We're wrestling on Friday. We got yeah. 15 more pounds to go. Yeah. So like, like, and we would have like uh, a weekend tournament. I got to weigh in 103 pounds. Then, and I'm like 125 or 130 at, on like Monday got to cut with that by the weekend then we got like a dual you know and then we would weigh in and i would go and eat a shit ton of food like mcdonald's or subway or something stuff my face throw up in the first match then uh then wrestle back the rest of the tournament then uh gain like 20 pounds again after the tournament and then have to lose it again by like wednesday or thursday for another dual meet so yeah that was fun and that was in high school by the end by the senior year i wrestled 126 and I was cutting down from like 145. Um, then in college, I wrestled 133. So I went up about one weight class. And uh, this is when I started to get into like bodybuilding and like weightlifting in the gym and stuff. Um, and on, like every summer, I would come home and I would just like try to get as big as I could. And then after like two years, I was like, I was too cold for me. I can't do it. I tore my ACL twice in high school wrestling. So I would go up, I would go up there. And then in the winter months, like you'd wake up in the morning, I lived in a dorm. So I'd have to like limp to the bathroom because I woke up in the morning. My knee was just in pain. Um, you know, I did go through physical therapy and everything, but like, it's, yeah, you tear your ACL twice and, and like wrestling and you're, you're starving yourself all the time. You're working out like three to four times a day. Because you got like wrestling practice at four, you've got like a morning lift at 6 a.m., and then you've got sprints after that, or sprints before lifting, whichever one the coach wants to wants you to do first. And then you got to run later at night anyway to, to lose weight, and I'm starving myself too. So, yeah, that was fun. It's crazy that they have 
and I'm assuming that they don't have people monitoring, but it's nuts that they're asking like freshmen and just high school kids to drop 25% of their body weight without well, having vital signs checked. And like, is he going to die? Because well, like, what they do at the beginning of season is a, is a weight certification. So they'll take your, they'll skin caliber you and then they'll weigh you, they'll weigh you skin caliber you. And then they'll tell you, okay, um, you can lose this much one pound per week. You can lose like two pounds per two weeks or something like that, depending on your body fat. If you're like 6% body fat, they're like, yeah, you're only allowed to lose like half a pound per week. So um, from the beginning of season, they take, they do that, that certification. And then that allows you to pick a weight class. So what people do is they get as lean as they can, as low body weight as they can for the certification. And then they have room to play with throughout the season. Um, and then, you know what I mean? They, they can blow up 30 pounds and then lose 30 pounds. And that's what wrestlers do is that they weigh in, they eat a shit ton of food, they blow up in weight and then they lose it again. So it's just, I wish I knew what I knew now about like bodybuilding and, and nutrition. Like I would have just gone up weight classes. I would have just wrestled up. I would have way more energy. I would have performed so much better and, you know, worried about like technique and form at practice instead of oh, I got to, like, wear two sweatpants and two sweaters so I can lose weight, you know? So, yeah, I was dizzy all the time. Like, I would, like, in high school, I was ba I basically, I was a kid that just laid his head down in class, and the teacher wouldn't even bother you because they know you're a wrestler. So, they're like, yeah, let's just leave him alone. Didn't turn in any of my homework. <laughs> so And look where you yeah. are now. A yeah. successful young man, nonetheless, despite the wrestling. So with yeah. that wrestling background, I think, and the crazy weight loss coming to bodybuilding, which most people see as extreme, I'm sure it was kind of easy for you. You're like, whoa, I only have to lose like a half a pound a week. This is awesome. This is so much easier. I actually so get you to did eat something. Like, I actually get to eat food now. Like, bodybuilding compared to wrestling is so easy for me. It's like when I was wrestling, I would eat like – one granola bar a day. Maybe 600 calories a day is what I would eat. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you, you okay. did your first bodybuilding show. When, when did you do your first one? 2016? 2017. 2017 okay. Mid-Florida Classic, which is I would have been doing the Mid-Florida Classic this year if it didn't get postponed. So I would have gotten redemption. I got second place there. Well, actually, last place because it was added to. So. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. Unnecessary details. You just stop at second place. I got second. Stacked show. My class was loaded. Yeah, you um, see that silver, so, that silver-looking trophy on the end there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just it's just taking up space. So once we get some more, we'll just chuck that one. Don't look too close at mine. They all say first place overall. All of those. They all say you won the whole show. You're the best ever. <laughs> got his uh, Cam. You gotta get your you gotta get your trophy collection up there. You gotta let Paul come, let you compete more, so you can get more trophies. Didn't you know that bodybuilding is just mostly about trophies? Yeah, that's what we're competing for. It's actually about swords and axes and stuff like this one. Hey, Ryan, you take a little. Am I taking on any clients? Hell yeah! Can I steal you from Paul? I'm gonna literally <laughs> chop my head off on the podcast here. All right, but in that first contest prep, you learned a very valuable lesson that you taught me, actually. And you said you learned a lot from me, but I also learned this from you. And that was that when you eat asparagus, yes. it makes you really vascular. It makes Can you, you really vascular. Can you yeah, explain it, to me how that works? <laughs> so in that prep, okay, um, the, the coach I was working with, 
Um, it actually was one of my wrestling coaches. He was a strength and conditioning coach for our high school wrestling team at Oviedo. And, you know, like he, you know, like form and technique and stuff, he was really good, like exercises. Uh, like he, he didn't really do like much programming. It was just like a chest and try day, back and by day, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, you know, legs, but he, you know, he would like train us to failure all the time. He would like our MRV, like, that was just didn't out exist. the door. It didn't exist. Didn't ex- like <laughs> it, it was just like train to failure. And if you throw up, that was good. If you pass out, you did a good job. <laughs> um, actually, we had one kid go on the leg press to failure with the whole stack until he shit himself. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, a little too much information there. But anyway. So, yeah. Asparagus makes you vascular because apparently there's vitamins in there in vegetables right so oh, yeah uh, yeah uh so yeah more vitamins more vascularity apparently so and that uh, was cam that was one of the first things that i had ever seen this is well before i actually knew anthony we followed each other on instagram and like half of the 900 people that i follow i just follow just to laugh at the stuff that they yeah. post and in that moment I anthony was that one of was those people <laughs> and like after i um hit Ryan up for coaching I figured like we we talked about that post and uh he was like yeah you remember when you posted that I'm like yeah dude that's like really (laughs) embarrassing I think I went back after we talked about that I went back and deleted it and like put it in my archive like so that I could look at it but no one else could see it um but uh yeah and so I learned a lot in that prep though like a lot of things that were wrong so it was it was a good experience, honestly. Like it was uh, it was tough because I was eating well two cups of it had to be green vegetables. It couldn't be like any other vegetable. Two cups of green vegetables four times a day with six ounces of tilapia, with like six to eight ounces of sweet potato. And towards the end we were carb cycling, so we took like sweet potato out. But yeah, that was my meal every day, four times a day. For six months straight. And my breakfast was half a cup of oats and a cup of egg whites with vegetables. Have you eaten tilapia since? No. Nope. I've I've eaten like breaded tilapia like at a restaurant, like bonefish. It was like, all right, that's that's pretty good. Like when they make it, you know, not when I make it. (laughs) Yeah. Not just sauteed with the flavor of Pam. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, and I couldn't put like salt on my food. Like my, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, like I barely put seasoning on my food. Like only sprinkle a little bit of seasoning. Yeah. So that, that kind of transition. And I do kind of feel bad looking back at that, thinking about like, man, what if I had just DM'd a little bit earlier? I, maybe I could have saved him. But that's a hard, that's a hard kind of conversation to have or a situation to kind of broach. Cam, do you ever run into that where you see Cam's a very talkative fella. He'll talk to anybody. Do you ever see that where you have someone post something and you're like, oh, my God, that's so wrong. I need to correct this right now. And how do you go about like having that conversation with them? Do I? Uh, yeah, I would say I see that a lot. Do you mean with my clientele or just mm-hmm. people that you don't work with? No. You I don't just, even you leave them alone. Yeah, Honestly, like it's probably best for the, just like Ryan said this one time is like you can uh you, you can like throw a floaty out and try to like save people, but some people just gotta let them drown. Like 
you know, until they learn. And honestly, like I said, it was a good learning. Like, it, yeah, the everything went wrong. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's technically not wrong. It's just like an old school way of bodybuilding. It still works because you're still like depleting calories as you go. You're still increasing. We did time on the Stairmaster instead of amount of calories. So it's still like an increase in cardio uh, progression. You know, um, there was no training program. It was chest once a week, back once a week, arms once a week, shoulders once a week, legs, you know, like split in between like quads and hamstrings. But it was a, it was a good learning experience. It built a lot of character because I, I prep now and it's like, dude, this is so easy. I can make whatever I want. I can, you know what I mean? Like, of course, like when I get, you know, more dieted down, I'm, I'm craving more like vegetables and potatoes and that kind of thing and, and whole, you know, like higher volume foods. And, but at the beginning of prep, it's like, yeah, I can still fit like Cheerios and, you know, oatmeal, you know, like you can have some, right now I'm at like, you know, I'm going to have some cream of rice. I just had sushi, you know, for my refeed day. Like, you know, there's, I can, I can have those things. It's not like I have to eat tilapia and sweet potato for the, for six months straight, you know, and so it, tell people when they start their preps, you know, uh, just making simple switches instead of actually cutting like a, a group of foods out at once. Like it might be as simple as, okay, we've started prep. You have enough carbs that you can eat like a bagel and that could be a, a carb source in the morning for breakfast. And then the next carb cut comes and you switch it over to like a top, like an English muffin or something where it's yeah. kind of mm -hmm. the same thing. Or you're just subbing out foods that are more dense in calories, right? Yeah. For less dense, and you still are eating the same amount of food. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Uh, fuck. Who was it? Oh, it was uh, it was Greg Knuckles and Eric Trexler on their podcast. A really good listen. They were talking about like dreamer bulks. They were talking about everyone who they know that's really, really big, really jacked, really strong at some point in their life has done a dreamer bulk. And I feel like I have a similar situation where I talk to people who are really good bodybuilders and they're always like, oh man, that first prep I ever did was so restrictive. All I ate was tilapia. And like Anthony said, it's kind of like a character building experience where like, you don't understand how good life is when you're kind of using the flexible dieting prep approach until you've suffered through okay i'm doing two hours of fasted cardio every single morning after that i get to treat myself to like some stinky fish and four grains of uncooked rice as my breakfast people don't realize how good they actually got it so yeah. anthony coming from wrestling up to an extremely restrictive prep okay that's even better than wrestling and now he's into the flexible dieting kind of approach to prep and he's like you're just living your dream right now aren't you yeah i mean yeah, you know, like it, it, it's, it's got his days, you know, but it's, it's <laughs> compared to that. It's like, dude, and I've seen people post like, uh, like people that who, who were like high school athletes, and they're like, you know, I played every sport in high school, and bodybuilding has to be the hardest sport I've <laughs> ever done in my life, and I'm like, really how like <laughs> like you go to the gym like you know you want to talk about like hard like think about like olympic athletes man they work they work out like two three times a day four times a day the wrestlers at the olympic training center are doing mountain climbs like they go up the mountains all day long like they're they're doing that for their cardio and stuff and then they'll come back and do a wrestling a hard wrestling practice for two hours we've done like um a live match in wrestling is like six minutes six to seven minutes in college Okay, we would do like practices where for one hour straight you're wrestling hard the whole time. 
You know what I mean? And that's to prepare you for like matches, like a six minute match is like nothing after you do an hour, you know? So it's, you know, and like the hard part about bodybuilding, it's like that, that eight to six week out mark. And the other, the hardest part about it outside of that is just consistency over time. Like, you know, you're talking about like acute difficulty. Yeah. Like look at some of those other sports, like the tour de France, it's like 3,500 kilometers in a three week long bike race. It's like, what? I was watching something. Uh, there was a guy, he's from Canada. He did 50 triathlons in, in 50 days. He did one triathlon every day. He drove to each state and he slept like four hours or something two to four hours or something like that going in between, you know, driving to each one. It was barely eating anything, but it was, and he was a wrestler too. When he told, when he said that, I'm like, well, it makes sense. Like it's, it's a lot of his like mental, you know? So. I think I've read that story or it was a similar story of a guy who did 50 Ironmans in 50 days. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yo, one of you bodybuilders just for one day out of your bodybuilding routine, go do an Ironman. Like you'll actually die. It will kill yeah. you. Yeah. And then you'll know what hard is. I tell people bodybuilders all the time. It's like, there's nothing about bodybuilding that's hard. Is it monotonous? Is it boring? Is it annoying doing the same thing day in and day out? Yeah, it is. Is it, can it be difficult when calories get hard and you get a little hungry? Yeah. But yeah. like an Iron Man would eat you alive. Let's yeah, drop yeah. you. Let's drop you in the middle of Matt Frazier, the CrossFit champion. Let's drop you into a day of his training. You'll quite literally pass away. Ask Zach. So big shout out to Zach Bell here. A couple of times that he's come over to my house to do some CrossFit workout and, and they've just absolutely crippled him. Yeah. It's like you want hard, you got to find something else other right. than bodybuilding. Yeah. But um, that's not to say there aren't some hard times. There really are. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's some hard times, you know, but it's, it's, uh, out of the hole. You know, like, like when I was wrestling, <laughs> as, as, talking about like starving in bodybuilding is way different than starving in wrestling. Like your bodybuilding is like it's like a slow progression of of like depth being a deficit. It's a deficit over a period of time. But wrestling is like, okay, one day you're eating, now you're not for like two weeks. You're eating one granola bar a day and a couple grapes for lunch and an ice cube, you know, to keep (laughs) going. And I'm dreaming about like I would have nightmares of like eating a cheeseburger or something or an ice cream. I'd wake up and thought that I actually ate that weigh myself. It was like, a, it was an eating disorder. Basically it's basically like anorexia or bulimia or whatever you want, you know, compared it to, but it's, it's basically an eating disorder. You would weigh yourself constantly in the morning after practice, before practice. Like, why are you weighing yourself before and after practice? It's like, wait, it's like people that weigh themselves after they lift. You know, after they had like two or three meals, why? Weigh yourself in the morning. That's the only one. That's the only weight that really matters in bodybuilding. But with wrestling, it's like, well, I got to make weight. And so I got to cut like two, three pounds of water. You know, I'll lose two pounds of water at practice. And then I'll I'll float a pound overnight, basically, because I'll, I'll pee that out. So and that's how we mathed it out. I would weigh my food like before a tournament, not because I was tracking calories. I would weigh my food because I was food seeing volume. how much it actually weighed. Because if it weighed a 0.4 of a pound, then I'm not really gaining much from that. So I can go ahead and eat that. It's like, okay, it's, it's got like 3,000 calories in it, but it weighs 0.2. I can eat that. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, like what? Now it's like bodybuilding. It's like, no, it's, it's, got, like, it's got 30 grams of fat in it. It's a Kit Kat bar. I can eat that, but I can't eat an apple. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> so moving over to kind of some of the previous contest preps that we have done. Our last season, 2018, that was it, right? It wasn't yeah. 2019, it was 2018. Took 2018. all of 2019 off, and now we're in 2020, getting ready to compete again. So 2018, just kind of take me through the season. Where do we start? What shows did we hit? How do we place, etc. Let's see. We did a uh, mini cut. Uh, when we first started working together, it was like October of, or tw- yeah, October 2017, and that was after the Mid-Florida Classic that I did. And I kind of, uh, I didn't reverse diet out of that. I just kind of, you know, just ate whatever. I try, I try to keep my diet like 80% clean, and then I would like go out and eat something weird <laughs> for like a couple months. And then we started working together, and then I was like, oh, I need to gain some muscle. So, you know, we, we uh, kind of bulked me up a little bit, got up to like 182 or something. And then um, we did a mini cut into like February, and then we did kind of like a ma- like a little bit of a reverse and a maintenance into that 2018 prep. So I was kind of like at a pretty good body fat when we started. I wasn't too high body fat, which was you know it was uh, interesting because the, the my first prep I was a super high body fat. I was probably like 20% or something like that. But um, yeah, going into that prep. Um, we had picked out like seminal class. We started that like 16 weeks out. Um, and my carbs at the time were like a little bit higher than what they are now. And I'm a lot closer to the show than, than we were then. But, um, yeah, so going into that prep, the goal was, you know, like, let's, let's see how good I can do this time because my first one, uh, you know, the goal I was training to win, everyone trains to win. And I was, you know, I had the mindset of winning, but it just like the, the science wasn't there. The coaching wasn't there. The training wasn't there. Now I have coaching, I have training, I have like the correct nutrition, the correct supplementation and the correct guidance. You know, I've always, like the work ethic has always been there. So I just needed that, like someone to guide me. And so that's, you know, when I hit up Ryan and everything in October, but, um, yeah, so the goal for like Seminole Classic was like, let's just see how good we can do. And then I ended up winning the overall on bodybuilding. I wasn't even expecting that. Cause I was expect, I was just like focused on classic physique cause I was smaller, you know, and I, and, and I was under my weight cap for classic by, by about 12 pounds. I was like 152, 153 and my weight cut, my weight cap was 165. So I was way underweight. And then I, I competed lightweight bodybuilding, which was like 154 and a quarter. And um, and I won bodybuilding overall as a lightweight, beating out like a middleweight. And there was like a heavyweight or something like that. So and it was all conditioning. Jarek was there. He was the guest poser. And he came up to me. He was like, after uh, you know, backstage, he was like, man, you know, like conditioning wins, you know. Um, so, you know, you look good and everything. And, and so um i got a lot of great feedback from that show though uh deke warner who's like one of the bigger promoters in central florida was there and and uh some of the other judges and stuff came up to me and ryan and you know they were telling us like you know he's got you know a good proportion good symmetry i emailed the judges too afterwards with pictures and everything that was like there's not much we can give you on like feedback just keep doing what you're doing and grow um and keep you know this proportion and symmetry going so um but yeah i mean the goal for that show was just to see how how i did and then we um 
then after that was Florida State Championships, and then we, and then we turned it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, we we had about four weeks from Seminole Classic. You we went out and, and you bought me two burgers at BurgerFi after Seminole Classic, and I had like cheese fries or something and like a, a milkshake. So I had like so many, and I, and I was eating stuff backstage too, of course. But, we fed him. We fed him yeah, good. Yeah, and um. Yeah, and then we we brought it in even tighter and even a little bit heavier, too, for Florida State. I was like a pound heavier, but I was way tighter. I mean, my glutes were a lot tighter. Um, I looked a little bit more filled out, too. Like, my quads looked a little bit bigger. My delts looked a little bit bigger. My back, too, especially. Um, Tim, Tim Gardner was the head judge of that show, and um, – he, was, he said something about bringing in like lower lats and stuff. And so pull-ups, pull-ups, pull-ups and underhand pull-ups and new, you know, um, and then, uh, and then we were after the Florida state championships, see, I got first in classic and then I got first in lightweight bodybuilding. Didn't get an overall there. Um, but, uh, we had 13 weeks from there to nationals, NPC nationals. So I think we were, we like maintained, reversed up a little bit, like maintained a little maintenance phase for about four weeks or yeah, five weeks or something. And then we started eight weeks out our prep for MPC national. So yeah. some of the details there. So if the seminal, I think from that year, probably your best, most complete look was that seminal state or that seminal classic look. So at about a week out from Seminole Classic, and we'll post up some of the videos, some of the pictures from that time frame, Anthony looked absolutely nuts. Like everything was so full, so dry, so crisp. So we just went with a really conservative approach in terms of peaking him into Seminole State. He came in with a really, really, really good look overall, full. You could still see all the condition. But even when I look back at those photos, I saw that maybe we could have pushed conditioning a little further. So from the coach's aspect of it, I was like, all right, let's take this four weeks in between Seminole and Florida and let's really, really push for that little bit extra conditioning. But I think that there were some mistakes made on my end in terms of how hard we actually pushed you for the Florida State. So when we got to Florida State, you were lean enough, but you just had trouble peaking where like no matter what we threw at you, we just could not get you to fill out. And yeah. you ended up bone dry on stage at the Florida State, but we couldn't quite bring that same fullness. And anyone who's competed as a lightweight or maybe a class A classic physique competitor, like you can be super conditioned, but if you're not bringing that extra little bit of pop, that fullness, you're just gonna end up looking small compared to the other guys. So I think that was the issue that we ran into in terms of competing for an overall in the Florida State. Cam, do you do you kind of notice the same thing? I feel like, um, and you can tell me if I'm right or off base here, because I wasn't attached to the prep. But with with Jeremy, Jeremy Sayers, with his prep from the Lee Haney to Nationals, I, I think that you had mentioned you had some some trouble peaking him, getting him to fill out after kind of that hard dieting push phase that you had there. Yeah, a little bit of that, and there were some uh, supplemental tweaks and stuff that I think uh, reduced some fullness. Um, that uh, as things diminished going into the show, we kind of were able to, I was saw it visually happening. And at that point it was kind of too late um, to go back and, you know, fix it. Um, so it was just something there that I learned about him. Um, and then, yeah, I remember whenever I, I trialed some stuff and filled him out uh, like a week before something and sent him to bed, 
you know, a little bit spilled. He woke up the next day crispy, full, stuff like that. And uh, <clears throat> I think I, the day before the sh- – two days out was when he – that was his big feeding day, and then Friday was kind of just like topping it off, which would be the day before the show. And I remember we were like – we had to go like 150 grams of carbs over that Friday <laughs> of what I had planned just to keep him full. He went to bed spilled and still woke up flat and had to keep feeding him more. And then uh, he was full until they took him backstage and stuff. And whenever I was trying to get pictures, the service was crap. You know, the lighting was bad and he looked like a silhouette. I couldn't really see things. And I was like, oh, like, you feel flat. You're not getting a pump. Like, you know, throw back some Oreos, water and maybe salt. Like, because I couldn't visually see him. But, you know, I'd rather him go on more flat and dry than just a water balloon. So it's kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah, for sure. So Anthony takes the overall at the Seminole, carries that momentum in the Florida State, takes two first place class wins. We get some good feed- feedback from the judges that they say, hey, you know, take it to nationals, see what you got there. We decide that instead of classic physique, we feel that we have a better chance, lightweight, of winning a pro card. Now, Anthony, talk me through on your end, kind of that 12-week period from Florida State to Miami Nationals. <laughs> okay, so uh, at the time, I was a manager at GNC. Um, so a lot of my time was just, like, sitting around at the store, you know. And um, around food, hated it. Because, like, you got the snack section. So you got customers asking, what's the best bar? I don't know. I don't eat this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here eating chicken and potatoes because that's all I care about with mustard. And um, so, uh, you know, um, I actually, going into NPC Nationals, my house was getting remodeled. So I told my mom, I'm like, I was living with my mom at the time too. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go live with my aunt because she's got a kitchen. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I need a kitchen because I can't live in here with like, construction going on tiles get ripped up and stuff like drywall dust everywhere no kitchen my grandma's like got like a hot plate outside you know in the lanai like that's how we were cooking and stuff so i'm like yeah i'm gonna go live with my aunt for a little while and she was cool with that and um then i (laughs) quit my job basically at gnc because i was like this is it i'm gonna go pro like at npc nationals (laughs) (laughs) So I saved up enough money to like buy everything I need, enough, you know, entry fees for nationals. It was like six weeks out or something I quit, but that made it so much longer than it actually was because I was at home and all I would do was sleep, wake up and do fast cardio, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep. Like all I thought about was food, you know what I mean? So it just made it like mentally, like psychological a little bit, like, harder because that's all I thought about was food but uh you know I felt like as opposed to having a job where it's like it keeps you distracted and like moving around and I was moving a lot less after I quit my job like I was just sitting down all the time unless I had to do cardio so uh or walk to the fridge to the bathroom that's it um but uh yeah going into NPC nationals I thought was like Okay, I'm gonna go in as a lightweight. I'm ten, you know what I mean? Like I'm too underweight for classic, 
you know, I won't reach, I won't like hit my high, uh, my weight cap. And so I'll be a little undersized. So we'll do lightweight. Um, well, we like, I don't know, like the week out, like a week out, I was still like 162. I was still like eight pounds over weight or something like that. So, uh, anyway, yeah, um, we woke up uh 162 or something like that 163 the morning of check-ins so we had to lose like eight to eight to nine pounds of water and so i went the night before i went to like target and got like a sauna suit i went i was like wrestling mode all over again it was like i thought i would never have to cut weight ever again in my life like you know what i mean more than like two or three pounds i'm like shit dude this is back to wrestling so i went and got a sauna suit like the plastic suit got the hoodie you know, taped up my my wrist, taped up the ankles and everything, so there's no air escaping. So on the way down to Miami, uh, had the heat blasting in the car for like three to four hours. I lost like five pounds or something like that. And then um, get there, and Ryan's like, "All right, turn the uh, hot water on in the bathroom. We're gonna get like a shower sauna going." So um, and check-ins was like at one o'clock. So, um, and it was like, and I had like a, like two, two hours or something like that. So it was like 15 minutes in five minutes out, 15 minutes in five minutes out, lost the weight. Um, and then we started, um, and it was like the same peak protocol we did for like Florida state and Seminole. It was a depletion. So we cut sodium down, we cut carbs down. We did a front load and then cut sodium, cut carbs down kept the water intake high my veins were crazy vasculator was crazy i was dry as hell i was cramping like i couldn't even drive because i was cramping so hard after like a a german volume training workout is what we did with the german volume training uh german volume training all throughout peak week so um you know depletion and then uh yeah it was it was uh it was interesting so then um had to lose nine pounds for nationals then um we started carving up and it was Cheerios and potatoes, Cheerios and potatoes. And I think it was a little bit of beef or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, beef meal. But, um, and two Gatorades, like full sugar Gatorades as soon as I weighed in. And I think that was the most carbs I had for a, a backload. It was like close to 800 grams of carbs or something like that. And I think Florida State, we did around five to 600 and I was still a little flat. So we were going up with a little bit higher carb there. Um, and I think I did sodium, like 3000 milligrams or something like that. Something close, close to that. Yeah. I think it was and, still probably closer to like 4,000, 4,500, but yeah. 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 Cause during peak week, we cut it down to like 1500 milligrams of sodium or something like that. Kept it real low. Carbs were down to 50. So it was like vegetables only and, uh, uh, jelly chicken, jelly chicken, no sodium. <laughs> and then we backloaded and, um, I like my body kind of just like freaked out because I had just lost nine pounds of water and I think um you know filling out and stuff I just uh kind of like held on to that a little bit and uh, that that water when we, when we filled up and so um I mean I was full like crazy full and I was 170 I was like 175 <laughs> the morning of prejudging so i weighed in at 154 i gained like 20 pounds <laughs> and so i was like 20 pounds up 
and I'm looking full of shit, and 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 we pumped up and everything, and, and backstage, and vasculator was crazy. I mean, we did like some sodium right before pumping up and everything like that, and um, vasculator was crazy. I was super full, but like I just kind of held like a little bit of, of water, like a film of water on me on stage for sure. Yeah, um, I was the biggest person in my weight class for sure, though. I was. At, they were like 155. I was 170 on stage. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when you're dealt that hand, like I, I, I still remember. I was still teaching at the university at the time, and it was like Friday, and I'm like grading tests and stuff. And Anthony texts me, and he's like, "Yo," he's like, "I just woke up at 163." It's like motherfuck. I was like, "All right, well." Let's get this sauna suit on. And I, I expected in the four hours that you were driving down to Miami, you would get there and you'd be really close to weight. Maybe you'd be a pound over, pound and a half over, but nothing crazy. Text me, gets there. He's like, oh, I'm still four pounds over. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And you got to understand that, like, Anthony doesn't have any body fat on him at this point. So it's not like we're going into this with, like, a lot of body fat to spare or anything. This guy, he's running on nothing and he's still nine pounds over. So I'm like, all right. You know, get some Mentos, start spitting in a cup, do a little sauna, just a little shower sauna, trying to get his core temperature down in between sauna sessions, five minutes in the AC. He's got his AC all the way down in the hotel room just to kind of cool himself off a little bit, weighs in, and then he gets back to his room and he's like, all right, I'm weighed in, I made it. And I'm like, all right, well, we've really got kind of one hand that we can play here and it's to just absolutely charge this as hard as we can and just hope that things turn out as well as they can. So I'm like, all right, grab the Gatorades. Let's get some sodium back in you. Let's get some potassium back in you. Cause I knew his electrolytes were basically zero at this point from all the cramping. So let's get all those electrolytes back in. Let's try and get some carbohydrates in plenty of water. And let's hope that you, uh, wake up with some sort of crispness, some sort of fullness. And yeah, he was definitely the only 170 pound lightweight on stage with striated glutes. So yeah. if, if they give out a trophy for that, you definitely won that one. Man. Now, now the, 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 the mess up thing is though, it's like prejudging is what matters. So especially at the national, at the national show, it's like, and Steve Weinberger was like, and you know, he was the head judge and everything. And, um, like, you know, we did the big, you know, the first, you know, the first, the prejudging around where it's like everybody's on stage. Then they pull you backstage and then they have you like come back on, come back around. And then they had like the top five or whatever out there. I'm like, I'm like sitting on the diagonal line over there. I'm like just holding, holding my, you know, like my uh, front pose and just like smiling and everything. And Steve Weinberg is kind of looking at me. Looking back at the top five, I'm like, is he gonna throw me back in there? Please throw me back in there. Like, please throw me back in there because I like I, I just lost nine pounds. Please, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I just prepped like for so long for this, and and like I just quit my job. I need to get my pro card. Uh, <laughs> and um, so yeah, no, that didn't go too well. But I that I, I definitely looked a lot better at the night show on the following Saturday. We had Friday morning was prejudging. We had from Friday morning to Saturday night. And I dried out so much. I lost another five to six pounds or something. And um, I, I looked a lot crispier at the, the nighttime show. But by that time, it doesn't matter because they just pull you back. On, they pull you up there on stage. Ryan literally drove three and, a half, three and a half hours to come see me on stage for 30 seconds. 
and to deliver me brownies that uh, another one of his clients made for me. And that was pretty much it. So well, that's fun. That's coaching right there. That's when you that's when you really love your children. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, had we so like some of these national shows, they run these like two day weigh ins where you get weighed in and then you have like kind of two days to do whatever. Had it been a situation like that, like there would have been I, I have no doubt at all that you would have at least made it into that top five or yeah. really made a run for your pro card. Because had we pulled off some of that water, even like two, three pounds of that water, just giving you another 12 hours to just pee and let that water yeah. just run yeah. off. It would have Definitely. been such a better physique, yeah. but sixth, seventh, whatever it ended up being, yeah, out of I think it was like fifteen or sixteen. People. It was fifteen. It was fifteen people, and we got yeah, like sixth, seventh, and uh, so yeah. I mean that that I was happy with that. Honestly, I'm like, honestly, you know, I and all I cared about after the stage, I literally went and bought a beer because they had a beer stand there, and then um, you know, went and we watched the rest, and we watched Hunter Labrada win, um, you know, and it, it was it still a good experience man it was still super fun and i went and had so much cuban food went to like salty donut the next day and got like three of those huge donuts and ate them all at the same time <laughs> and i passed out on south beach literally no towel on the sand or nothing i just sat down and passed out my mom took a picture of it it was like jesus were, laying on the sand living the good life at that point yeah yeah and so, so when we drove back up it was just like you know it was thanksgiving it, it was thanksgiving week that week too but i was back on my i was back on my diet like the following day after the salty donut you know like on monday i was back on it but and then like thanksgiving hit and then i binged a little bit on thanksgiving but i didn't bit. yeah but on, no no like no, i binged but i was doing like extra cardio I was like actually doing like, you know, moving around, doing extra cardio. And like 70% of the time I was like trying to stick to my calories, uh, except for like Thanksgiving day. And then thanks, you know, Thanksgiving day, I went crazy. But the next day I'm like, dude, I'm going to the gym, like work out hard as you can, as hard as you can do some extra cardio, like you'll be fine. And I was like waking up and doing like bike sessions at like four in the morning because I couldn't sleep because of how much food I had eaten. <laughs> I couldn't sleep and I was like, uh, uh, and I went and jumped on the bike and I was like, let me just like move my legs. Like <laughs> probably have the sweats, your ankles, yeah. like just yeah. dumping water. Yeah. But, so that was back 2018. We took all of 2019 off just as a building. We didn't do any mini cuts. We didn't do any kind of like, uh, primer phases or maintenance or any of that yeah. stuff. We pretty well, we much did- just, we masked. Well, we, we masked up to like 190, and then we did a little mini cut. Oh down yeah, to, yeah, uh, we, did. we did a little mini cut. It was like it was like eight weeks at most, and uh, got down to like 178 or something. And then we went back up, and I got up to like close to 200, 190, 199. So yeah. yeah we were super stuck at 190, and his appetite was completely shot, and training really wasn't much, getting much better. So we kind of made the call together, like, hey, let's just bring food down a little bit so we can stimulate hunger, maybe get mm-hmm. some body fat off, and then get back to it. And yeah, we had a pretty smooth ride up to 200. So 2018 season, you went to that. Your highest weigh-in was like 175, 180. Took a full year off. Highest weigh-in was somewhere around that 198, 200-ish mark. Sitting around 171. 170 ish right now um so what's the next show for you uh and and where are we headed in terms of nationals or keeping that so, pro card in mind 
Yeah, so we got uh, Southern States is, you know, it, it, hopefully with everything going on, like, hopefully they stick to the schedule. Uh, July 11th is what we're shooting for. Uh, I was supposed to be, like, six weeks out right now. So uh, now we're, like, nine, nine and a half, which is okay. It gives us some extra time. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because I'm not really too worried about the weight cap. Like, we'll make weight for sure, and um, I'm going to look full this time and, and really full on stage. And, I mean, I'm more conditioned. Like, I've got pictures from and for prep for nationals at, like, six weeks out. My hamstrings and, like, my hamstrings are tighter now than they were at, like, six weeks out for NPC nationals. And, yeah, I'm really excited. This is, like, for this far out, I mean – I, I can't I can't complain with my conditioning right now. So um, and uh, fullness too. I mean, I I feel big. Like I still feel pretty big. Like I'm my training sessions are going great. Like I'm strong. I'm still doing like today I was doing 110 pound dumbbells for pause bench like tempo, you know, for six and um you know uh, squatting and everything. Like, everything feels good. Like uh, joints. Everything is just um, super strong, and 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 like having a refeed today is just like, uh, kind of like uplifting. It's kind of get like the momentum going again, cause like, and the way I look at it is, I, I think we're gonna reverse diet a little bit into this show. So the way I look at it is like uh, over the next six weeks is where we're gonna be digging in hard, so that we can reverse back into to, into the show, which is a smart move. But the way I look at it is like I'm six weeks six weeks more of dieting that's it like you know um and so where my head is at is like okay all i care about and and, and people are like well what about this show what about this show like this show is better than that show like i don't care my goal is i have a business trip is 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 for july 11th qualify that's all i care about is qualifying like i don't care about what show i do you know um get the qualification get requalified and go into uh the first national show of the season and that's and that's what me and ryan talked about i was like everyone's like quitting prep and like oh i'm gonna reverse back up and i'm gonna do like another national show like way later in the year like okay like you know it, it depends on where your life is at with your job and that kind of thing too but for me it's like i've i started prep in january you know like i've gone through all these months i'm not gonna quit now i'm gonna hold out a couple more weeks and like you know and just get it done get it over with because that's it. and 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 yeah a pro card is in my mind right now and like so once that happens it's like it's it's kind of like peace of mind you know what i mean like after that happens i get to take a year and a half two years off and like focus on work and other things and like um gifted performance coaching and that kind of thing and building up my clients focusing on sure. like uh getting a house and that kind of thing too. And, and you know what I mean? And, and we want to get a dog and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we want to focus on some other stuff. So, um, yeah, man. But yeah, it, it, it's, uh, definitely like the goal for, you know, junior essays, go, you know, do classic, get a pro card, uh, get it over with. And, and, uh, and it's going to be fun too. Cause we're going to have like a bunch of people up there too in Charleston and, and uh, it's gonna be a nice, uh, fun trip, and eat some good food and stuff. But honestly, like, uh, the last thing on, on my mind right now is like, what I'm gonna eat after the show. I don't care. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a party. Hopefully, yeah. uh, Cam. Hopefully, your brother makes it out so he can film some stuff for us. Uh, it's unplanned right now, but I'm gonna force it upon you guys. Um, after Anthony's show, after the show's over, we're gonna go train. We're gonna find a CrossFit gym nearby, and we're all gonna do Grace, which is 30 clean and jerks for time. And we're just going to watch Anthony throw up all the food from the night before. Yeah. Paul do one clean and jerk and be like, yo, fuck this, I'm done. Ham yeah. flail his big body parts around all over the place, not knowing what he's doing. And then Thomas crying because I beat his time. So it's going to be uh-huh. a really good time. We're hoping for at least a couple pro cards out of there. It'd be great to see Maria also either one place in the top five, which I think is her goal, but even walk away with that. Cause with how she looks right now, I would say a pro card definitely isn't out of, um, out, out of, yeah. out of play for um, her either. You know, and, and, you know, we'll get her on, uh, with you guys too. And, and then, you know, uh, soon and, and I'll be on there too, but and I definitely love to talk about her prep and like what we're doing right now, like reversing her up a little bit and, and, you know, just kind of, you know, like playing, playing the, uh, the psychological thing, you know, um, but, uh, what's that? Especially I said, I think that video will be a good one too, especially if it comes out while all this uh, Corona stuff that's still going on. Because it might give some competitors an idea that maybe aren't being fully guided by a coach through things of like, you know, what should I do right now? Like, should I just keep digging? And they're like, you know, because I think you guys have taken a good approach with it. And she's looking pretty, pretty. Yeah, the thing is, is that she's like, she was, she's uh, like 106. And her last stage weight was like 107 or something. And um, she, like, blowing that look out of the water completely but um and that was at seminal state was when she or seminal classic in 2018 when she competed last that's when she saw me actually is backstage so yeah yeah, uh, so uh, (laughs) that's the first time she saw me but um yeah um you know i i took over she was you know i i took over her off-season coaching and stuff and and uh, she really trusts me and that's that's the one thing like when i worked with ryan like when I when I hit Ryan up for the first time, it's like the thing that 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 grasped me, because I followed him on Instagram and everything. And I know he went to the Zoo Health Club for a little while too. But uh, word of mouth, people around Oviedo and Orlando talking about the Squat Father, and um, the stuff he was posting, like going from the coach that I had before working with Ryan to working with Ryan, it's like. Okay, I've always trusted my coaches because I've been coached since I was a 10-year-old. So you just trust your coach. You do what they tell you to do, follow the plan, and just hope, like just trust that they know what they're doing. And so that's what I did with my first bodybuilding coach, and that's what I'm going to continue to do always. Like you hire someone, you need to trust them. Um, so when when I saw Ryan like on Instagram like posting all this like evidence-based stuff. That's when I was like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. Like, he and he's posting facts, and he's not just like posting a bunch of weird like bodybuilding Instagram BS. You know what I mean? Um, for followers and likes and stuff. He's and he's jacked, yeah, so jacked. Yeah. He had the man bun at the time, and then yeah, I 2018, I I adopted the man bun, and um, and I thought we were gonna bat, we were gonna have battle of the man bun, like blonde versus black at like one of the shows. He's like, yeah, let's let's uh, let me compete too, and with the man bun, grow it out again. But anyway, but yeah, like 
that's the thing is like when I started working with Ryan, it was like, all right, I trust this guy. Like, and I, I'm to this day, like, there's no, no other coach I would, uh, I would trust more. So, yeah, you uh, hear that, Cam? You hear I that, Cam? No poaching. I feel like, man, hush. I feel like you're like like Ryan's like baby, like how I am to Paul. I feel like y'all are the Florida Paul and uh, and Cam. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, and I've learned a lot from working with Ryan. Yeah, too. that's like, what I'm saying. You know, he, like under him. Yeah, learned. and and you know when I was when I was prepping for uh, in 2018 and stuff, like I would ask questions, like I would like, okay, why this? And not that I didn't trust his opinion, you know, not not that I didn't trust him or anything, but like. I wanted to know and I wanted to learn. He would send me articles and stuff to read about like protein intake, um, you know, uh, programming, um, hypertrophy in a deficit, not in a deficit. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's it's stuff that I, that I would just like sit there and read for like hours and stuff. And then like I would ask him questions on it and then he would tell me, OK, and he would ask me questions too, like, OK, what do you think about this and this? Like then put two and two together. There's your answer to like. You know, and then and it really developed like the critical thinking. You know what I mean? Where it, where you know, as a coach, it's like okay, like this makes sense, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it marks like two years since you guys have been working together, right? Um, uh, well, yeah, it'll right be three. There. It'll be three in October. Three okay. in October. Um, then yeah, I guess Anthony, as far as with being under him for three years now, and I think a lot of things. And I'm early on to this, too, so I could be way wrong. But this is what it seems that a lot of the science-based stuff is really coming out, like, in the last, you know, three, four years, stuff like that. Um, what, uh, Where do you feel like Ryan has really improved and, like, changed with his coaching modalities from back then to now? Um, like, even the differences within last prep and this prep is <laughs> – it's night and day too, like because he's grown so much as a coach in the past two years because working with different athletes and stuff like that, and 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 like the step steps, like last prep I was killing myself on the stairmaster doing 500 calories after my workout, even on leg days sometimes, and doing hits. I was only doing hit. I would not do like slow, steady state, nothing. I was in and out of there. I'm like, dude, if I can get my cardio done in 25 minutes, I'm going to do that. Get it done, 25 to 30 minutes. And then you know, my, my low-intensity cardio, like when we were doing bike and stuff, was like 30 minutes, and you increase to 45, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. And we still do that now, but like with the step count, I'm not killing myself in cardio, you know what I mean? And um, I have, it's like, I'm not as fatigued, you know, I don't, uh, like I don't know, the hit cardio was just, just crazy, you know. And and not that it didn't like, it's it's mentally, uh, it's character building as well too. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's nice that we, like we don't have to do that. Like it's, there's other there's, it's efficiency is what it is. It's like finding the best, the most efficient way to get uh, you from A to B, with you know what I mean. Like as far as time, fatigue you know, calories, that kind of thing. And it's like, uh, and, and psychologically it's, it's helped a lot too. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he's grown a lot in the past two years as a coach and like, he's going to continue to grow obviously because like there's other things that you can try. There's other things you can do. I'm sure you'll, you'll like, 
you know, play with things a little bit with step count and, and this and that and, and low intensity cardio and, and that kind of thing. But there's always going to be a more efficient way to do something. It just depends on like time of that the person has their, their lifestyle. Like, and you know, my lifestyle has changed too. I went from working at, G, at GNC, sitting around, not really doing much. I work for a cable company now, uh, Spectrum. So I'm, <laughs> I'm walking around all day in, in like 10 pound boots. Um, and I get about six to 8,000 steps per day at work. Um, so, you know, I can get a majority of my cardio done just going to work. But um, sometimes I'm, I'm going up 42 foot ladders and uh you know like i'm hungry and it's hot it's uh you know but i stay hydrated and i I bring plenty of food with me and stuff plenty of snacks um it's uh it's nice because like i don't think as much about food while i'm at work as if as like as opposed to like working at gnc i was just sitting around there and, and i'm like waiting for my next meal waiting for my next meal and like i hated talking to people like they came in because they're super annoying now i can like <laughs> I drive in my van, I'm like alone, you know what I mean? I talk to customers and stuff because I got to fix their internet, you know, especially now with everything going on. It's like, you got to have internet and cable. You got to watch the news all the time. But, uh, you know, now it's like, um, you know, and, and, and it's it's got its risks too, you know. Um, I'm going up ladders and stuff every now and then. So, uh, you know, I got to be careful. But that's, and that, that's the other thing is that the next like six weeks of dieting, it's like, all right. I'm gonna try to not get on the ladder as much as possible. I'm gonna try to keep that to like a minimum, and uh, yeah. But it's helped a lot with like, uh, like just keeping like myself distracted from food and that kind of thing. So uh, not really worried about my next meal as much. Still worried about my next meal. Still looking forward to my next meal, but just not as much. Um, Imagine getting off work now and going to hit a leg session and then some intervals on the stairmaster yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like after, <laughs> like that's the thing is I work out in the morning now. I get it done, and then I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. Whereas like when I work at GNC, I worked out after work. So I'm like I'm I'm worried about like okay I got to eat at this time. I got to eat my carbs at this time, and then I got to eat like a high fat meal at this time. My protein at this time. Like I was trying to do like nutrient timing. I was trying to time my nutrients so that I had the best performance possible at my in my workout. Now it's like I wake up, eat, just go work out, and then like I can I can eat whenever I want the rest of the day. I don't have to worry about like when I'm gonna eat. You know what I mean? Living your best life now. Yeah, I'll eat when I'm hungry, like, (laughs) which is always. (laughs) So the next time we hear from you, will you have IFBB Pro in your IG handle? Are you going to be one of those guys? Absolutely not, because (laughs) it will be like in my in my bio, you know, like my (laughs) header, but it's not going to be like awkward man i've ifbb awkward man no oh yeah that doesn't flow that doesn't flow right all right anthony thanks for thanks for coming on thanks for talking with us we will uh most definitely do another one when this is all wrapped up and i'm sure the next time we do this you'll have quite a few more trophies behind you cam do you have anything you want to leave the people with uh no, I'm excited to see how it goes. You guys have definitely made some solid improvements, and uh, you're looking dope, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Anthony, let the people know where they can find you on Instagram. At a quad underscore man. Okay. A-Q-U-A-D underscore M-A-N. 
and get some lols at that name because the first couple times I heard it, I got some lols. I, I was a big fan of Lord Farquaad, so back in the day, people have forgotten Lord Farquaad. Yeah. But I think a quad man is it's a good transition. You're coming for up now, in the world for now until I, uh, you know, cut my hair or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and we don't know what we're gonna call you. We're uh, just gonna call you small. Just yeah. call you that small guy. Small guy, <laughs> yeah. All right, as always, hit the video with a like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for stopping by, team. As always, stay gifted. See ya.